Go to the hotline now and talk to uh, Zach Alboverde from uh, SEC Country, who uh, does radio and writes terrific articles uh, on the on the SECCountry.com network. And Zach, how are you, my friend? I'm doing well, man. Enjoying uh, a little bit warmer weather here. Boy, that's the truth. It feels so good today to actually be able to go out and wear just short sleeves for a change. You even got a little bit of warm for a change. Speaking of warm, I would say that uh, based on what we heard and seen and stuff you've been writing about is that Dan Mullen's recruiting class has warmed up quite a bit. And exactly what did happen over the weekend? I mean, Watkins was a big get at wide receiver. Can you tell me about that? It was, and I'm sure, especially for your listeners, uh, buddy, a homegrown talent right out of Ocala, Florida, that, uh, frankly, the Gators needed to keep him home. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, unfortunately for the previous staff, they just weren't a- ever able to do it. Um, he visited Florida several times. But I think initially in his recruitment, buddy, Justin kind of wanted to get away from this area and maybe go, you know, attend, you know, school out of state. He committed to LSU at one point, then he committed to Texas. He was committed to Florida State as well. But, you know, fortunately for him, his recruitment kind of came full circle. You know, Dan Mullen coming in with his offense and certainly what he's bringing to the Gators is something that really interested Justin. And certainly they have a need for receiver as as well. And it just kind of worked out. You know, he came and, and took his visit this past weekend. He was one of five official visitors uh, that took a trip to Gainesville. And uh, he was on commitment watch, you know, kind of going into it, buddy. Most people figured that the Gators had become the team to beat. But, you know, with that being said, he still needed to come through and have a good weekend, and, and the staff needed to make him feel comfortable and like the program was heading in the right direction. And they checked all those boxes. You know, they really won him over, and he didn't even wait to the end of his trip. On Saturday night, he went out and put it on Twitter, hey, I'm committed, I'm a Gator. And, uh, and you're right, it, it, was, it was a big moment for Mullen. You know, I talked to two people in football here in town about him. And a third person who knows a little bit about it, who kind of badmouthed Justin about his decision-making. I believe he committed to LSU first, I believe, and then it maybe semi-committed to several other schools. I might have been – might have been – I forget who all it was. Uh, who is going to go here, is going to go there. Uh, and he bounced around in high schools. And yet some of the people I talked to who knew the most about football here, some of them had no reason to be complimentary, said, hey, it's part of the process for a young man. You go through an awful lot. You know, when you go through the things maybe he's been through, I don't know much about his background, but apparently uh, he, he wanted to he wanted the full treatment. He wanted to be loved. He wanted to be, you know, wanted to be wanted. I mean, this is what they're telling me. And uh, just because he had a little difficulty making up his mind uh, and, and changed back and forth doesn't make him a bad kid. And this piece of coach said to me, he'll be just fine. Based on what you know, can you fill in the blanks on that? Yeah, certainly, buddy. Um, you know, first of all, uh, the way recruiting has gotten so crazy in the last decade and the last five years, um, this process is tough for a lot of kids to handle. I think a lot of kids aren't ready for the fame. They aren't ready for the notoriety. They aren't ready for the pressure and the spotlight that comes with being a top 100, top 50 recruit nationally, which is what Justin Watkins has been since he was a sophomore. I mean, people knew when he was a sophomore that he was going to be a stud in the class of 2018 and I think when you get recruited that early and when you're in ninth grade and you get an offer from a school like LSU it does something to you and if you don't have enough people around you to help you with the process and give you advice um, help you make decisions um, and it's you know it's kind of all up to you it it can be easy to make mistakes along the way Um, but at the end of the day 
you know, I, I can certainly say that Mullen and this coaching staff, um, you know, I, I don't think that his, you know, you know, wishy-washing and kind of going back and forth on commitments is any indication of his character or the type of person he is. Because, like I said, in this day and age of recruiting, unfortunately, you see it all the time. I mean, there's kids that make two to three commitments before they even get to their senior year. It's not right. It doesn't make it okay, but it's just a reality. So it's not like it's unique to Justin. Um, but, you know, Dan Mullen and this staff certainly went and had an in-home visit with him, met with his family, and obviously brought them on campus. And they feel like um, he's a perfect fit for their program. And certainly from an athletic standpoint, he can do it all. I mean, he's a four-star wide receiver uh, by all the recruiting services, but he can play running back, receiver, cornerback. Uh, he'll be a returner. He'll be a guy that contributes on special teams. Uh, he is a do-it-all type of athlete, and he's a dynamic one at that. All right, fill in the blanks real quick, not to spend too much time on him. Where all did he go to high school? Uh, he, you know, I believe at one point he was at, um, uh, you know, North Marion, and then at, uh, I think another at time he was at Ocala Vanguard, and he ended up his senior season he played at East Ridge High School in uh, Clearmont, Florida. Right. Well, there was no IMG or anything in there, right? That you know, there was no IMG. Yeah, no. okay. I was just trying to. I know that was that was about the number of schools. Okay, so all right, so that's a good thing. Now, the, this this recruiting class, all of a sudden with the transfers, if they pick up Copeland, Jacob Copeland, this becomes one of the strengths of this football team. These receivers, <laughs> absolutely, buddy, absolutely. I mean, especially uh, if Van Jefferson and Trevon Grimes uh, are eligible to play next season, which I, I think is is the case. Um, and it will probably happen. And if you, I mean, those guys are, I mean, they don't show up on Florida's 2018 commitment list. You go and look at their class, and Grimes and Jefferson are not on it. And, and you know, because they're not traditional transfers or not junior college transfers, but that's basically what they're coming in as if they can play right away and they have college experience. And they're, I mean, these guys were top 150 overall recruits uh, in the high school ranks. And obviously, Jefferson has, has shown himself at Ole Miss. You're adding those two guys along with Watkins, if all three can play in 2018, to add to what you bring back. And then, like you said, you get Copeland, too. I mean, you're talking about a lot of talent uh, to work with. Uh, obviously, they're going to have to figure out their quarterback's part and who's going to be throwing the passes. But, man, they're going to really have some receivers to make it fun in the passing game again. I think I'll get my old number 12 Ocala High School jersey out and go out there and fling a few and say, Coach, i got a couple of years left for these receivers. I might be able to do something here. Man. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, I think I think anybody anybody with an arm, uh, buddy, would want to throw yeah, to these guys. Exactly. All right. So size up, Zach. Great job, by the way. Give me the rundown. Tennessee made a big comeback on recruiting, obviously, uh, and we know Alabama's always going to score. Give me one or two teams you think really jumped up and 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 made hay uh, during this time. Well, I definitely think you know, obviously Georgia. You know, we, we've seen what what they've been able to do, but I think Alabama. You know, they they had a big. Uh, recruiting weekend last weekend, buddy. They got um, you know Patrick Sertain, uh, Tyson Campbell, two five-star cornerbacks from American Heritage High School down there in Plantation that went up to Bama and and they got to see their championship parade. Another five-star uh, from Florida, Nicholas Petit Ferrer, the offensive tackle out of Tampa. He was there as well. And you you just got to think. I mean, Alabama has not had didn't have the greatest start to this 2018 cycle. You know, usually. When you, when you think about Alabama, you're thinking top five, top three, number one class. They weren't there for the majority of this cycle, but they're starting to make a late push for some prospects, guys that are 
making their decision a little bit later in the game. And because they won the national championship and they are who they are as a program, I think that they got a chance to, to close really strong here late. Great stuff, Zach Albaverde from SEC Country. Appreciate it, Zach. Let's talk again soon. Absolutely, buddy. Thanks, man. All Take right, care. All right.